Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still at Levita. Here we are. Still here. Game is still going. That's it. Well, other, another game. This is a different game. It's a different game now. That's it's the same game. guys. No, no, it's it not is. the same They've guy. got the same color. No, green. No. There's, look at the green. Wait, what? The other one was white. It was the green. It's, what do you call it? Was it? Well, no, that's that's Yeah, okay. Well, too bad. Commercial's on. I guess we'll have to agree, well, to, disagree. Philadelphia. agree to disagree. No, Philadelphia, agree to Minnesota. Disagree. Okay, whatever. Same thing. It's not the no same difference. thing. It's totally different. The guys are watching, the, and they're letting us record in here. So we're going we're gonna to do a quick one. Yep. So they can get back to watching the game and not have us just talking over everything. Um, before we get into that, man, how you doing? I'm t- yeah, you know. We didn't get a chance to talk. I got in here. We recorded an episode. We didn't even chat. No, no. I'm, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's Sunday when I'm working. Tons of stuff I got to do. Well, you're not working right now. No, no, no. Well, kind of. Yeah. Uh, being your friend's a full-time job. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm only do- doing it part-time. Yeah, I know. Ah! I need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid to be my friend. Mm, that's, that's the only way I get friends. That's pretty much it. The elder's like, hey, listen. Just... Joe needs a cuddle buddy. That, well, no, and, I don't uh, think they said that. That's pretty much what they meant. That's what they meant. And uh, so, yeah, that's why Jimmy came on staff. Yeah, man. So I've, I've, uh, you know, you and I have actually been sort of talking to each other about mm-hmm. um, making some adjustments in our lives, yep. personal lives, family lives, work, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, why don't we talk about the ways in which we're trying, not that we're necessarily succeeding in every way, but we're working hard at achieving life balance. Yeah. Right. As it relates to the various responsibilities and yeah, things vocation, that we have. Vocation, uh, recreation, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Podcast station. Uh, I don't know. Relations. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, <laughs> all the Asians. No, but like, you know, when, you, when, when, when people think about like getting balance in their life, they're usually thinking family and work, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So um, we, we, we chatted about this real quick. We said, okay, so what are the things that we're sort of using to help us walk through pri- um, balancing out the imbalances mm-hmm. uh, that we're experiencing? And I think the one of the things that, that we definitely notice is that, you know, family will sometimes be the first to take a hit when things get out of balance, right? Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's the easy one, right? That's Because I think part of it is, and I think you've shared this before, if I remember correctly, Um it, it, that one's easier to take a hit or the first one to take a hit because we take it, we take for granted that they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it, Where are they going to go? Where's Jen going to go? Yeah. Where's Michelle going to go? She's yeah. Canadian. Yeah. She'll lose her visa. Yeah, for sure. That's right? it. Wait, does she have a green card or she visa? She got a green card. She okay. owes me. Yeah. yeah I, I saved her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we have a few things we want to talk about. And mm-hmm. the, the first thing that comes to our mind when we talk about achieving balance is the is the issue of prioritization yeah right yeah and like i know for us we like to you know get out a, a whiteboard or a sheet of paper and start writing down all the things that we have to do yeah right and, and we write down everything big things little things put it all down and then you begin to, to in a sense rank them like what are the most important things that have to come before others yeah uh that then will allow us to say okay well maybe i have to let go of some of these things um some of these are maybe some of these are no mores others are i have to do them correct so when i think of prioritization, I'm thinking about those things that are critical to my calling, right? Critical to my calling as a husband, as a father, as a pastor, as a friend, things like that. Mm -hmm. When you think about prioritization, what are some things that, like that, that drive you as you're trying to establish what comes first? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think in those same categories, I think of, uh, you know, my family, I think of vocation, but I also, uh, and I think you're, you touched on this, uh, also my, 
spiritual life, I guess, uh, for yeah. lack of a better yeah, phrase, yeah. right? Uh, how is my how is my relationship with with God? How is my time in the Word? How is how is my prayer life? Um, am I going through the motions, or is is it is it fulfilling? I guess, right? Yeah. You have to actually be really clear about these priorities. You can say, well, priority is a family. Okay, well, that's not really helpful mm-hmm. to say family is a priority. What about it is it? Like, so that's like, it. my marriage is a priority. Okay, but what? Like, okay, so to, to seek the spiritual beauty and joy of my wife is mm. a priority. That, that's yeah. more specific, right? That's, it's yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you... You took mine, Joe. As I, you took it from my notebook. That that definitely is my priority. Well, that's as how well. I think about you as my podcast wife. Oh, I think I'm going to seek your spiritual beauty. And joy. <laughs> oh, thank, thank, thank you. You're you're not doing very well. Well, you know, I'm getting. I'm just getting started. All right, give, give me a minute, sweetheart. Um, so, and you got to do that for everything, right? So, yeah. not just work, but you know, I want to in my work. I want to. Uh, faithfully represent and work for Jesus in my job mm-hmm. while I seek to uh, make a, a, a means by which I can support my family. Yeah. You got to be really specific about them. And that kind of leads us into the second one that, you know, to do this sort of work, like to, even to establish priorities, you probably would do well to do this not just on your own. No, no, no. I think uh, it's important to have a, uh, others around you that you can get feedback from. I know that uh, some of us, you know, you and I, Steve, Pat, you know, we're trying to uh, do a better job prioritizing. We're trying to do a better job uh, with. Okay, follow- go ahead. What? Go ahead. What are we using? Oh, we're using the full focus planner. Okay, there it is. I knew you would. Steve said, "Be sure and mention the full focus planner." Yeah. And now you're just gonna do whatever Steve says. Go ahead. <laughs> what is the full focus planner? So I think Joe's a little upset right I'm now. I'm not upset. It's I just not. It's it's okay. It's because it's fine. Three out of us. There's four of us. Three out of the four are following through on it. Well, you know, I've got it. It's in my bag. You know, that's a start. It's big. There's a lot of stuff in there. Well, that's just it because there's a lot of things in our life that we got to go through. and acrostics and it's not that hard, Joe. Smarter goals, S M A R T E R. Oh, yeah. What does smarter stand for? Yeah, you know exactly what it stands uh, that's for. Right. That's Actually, right. no, you don't because I you haven't been doing it. I do. I, I've got it. What does it yeah, mean? Okay, so Maserati John just walked in. I know. I hey, tried to throw away my wrapper and it went in the floor. But yeah, right. you want to be getting feedback. So, I mean, an example for me would be, you know, I want to prioritize uh, my time with family. I want to prioritize. Uh, um, and when I'm saying something specific here, it's it's I want to be present and active at home and a blessing Mm-hmm. to my wife and children. So where do you, where do you get that feedback from? Uh, I get that feedback from my wife right. and actually from my kids as well. Yeah. They've been, uh, they've said a couple things in the past in the last few weeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I you, took I mean, note. You, Even though they're like, they're upset and they're emotional. I'm like, okay, that, that's still, there's something driving that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, you know, my wife was uh, very clear um, that she needed me when I'm home uh, to be present right. and active. Yeah. And so I, I had to take that feedback right. and kind of put some other things aside that I was doing. FaceTime with the JoJo. <laughs> so to make sure that when I was home, that I was uh, engaged, yeah. that I was uh, uh, helping, mm-hmm. you know, and so things like that. So, I mean, you got to get that feedback because what I don't want is, and what I appreciate and I love about my wife is that she has that freedom Um to speak up, even though she knows I'm stressed and I've got a lot of stuff going right. on at work. She also knows that uh, I, not to let something fester yeah. under the surface right. and let's deal with this. Right. When Call me out for my sin. Give mm-hmm. me feedback on on these things so I could reprioritize yeah. and 
make sure that I'm, I'm doing the things I should be doing at home. You know, on this issue of feedback, um, like you guys, and you've talked about this, you really learned the hard way, right? Mm-hmm. By whole, and we all do, but you've actually talked about this, that, you know, like when you weren't dealing with problems early in your marriage, like Correct. they festered and it really caused major strife for you. Like oh, it was, modest, your yeah. marriage was in trouble. Oh, yeah. And once you began to really deal with it and talk and be open about it, you were able to then set the priorities, repent where necessary. Exactly. Apologize. So, and yeah. yeah. And so we do this, you know, if you're at your job, with your work as pastors, you know, we're talking to the other elders, getting feedback on our schedule, yep. on things like that. And so, at work, you should be able to talk to your colleagues or your supervisor specifically. Yeah. You should be able to get um, regular feedback from them, especially your supervisor. I mean, at least once a year, but I would be pushing for more, yeah. that regular feedback so that you know, so you could be progressing and moving uh, and being a blessing, I think, in, in your workplace. You know, and feedback, getting asking for feedback is scary, right? Because oh, yeah, you're basically you, saying, how am I screwing up? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what do I need to change? That's it. So it takes a lot of humility to, to you know, in, start that process. Yeah. I get, I get really uncomfortable uh, when I'm asking for feedback uh, from an employer, uh, whether it's a church or, or, or Pastor Brian. Or, <laughs> no, no. He doesn't do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that's why I appreciate Pastor Brian. But I'm really uncomfortable when, when they tell me everything's good. And I'm oh, like, yeah, okay, no, helpful. it's not. No, it's not. I know it's not good. Don't tell me it's good. Because uh, then that either concerns me, A, they're not paying attention. Yeah. Or B, I'm on my way out and they're just, you <laughs> know what like, I mean? Like they're thinking, yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time with exactly. you. Exactly. It was funny. I was talking to Dane Ortlin recently about people that we work with and interact with, whether it's, you know, on writing projects or supervisors or whatever. And we we both agreed, like, this is... We, we don't need nice guys around us that, yeah. are, that, are, that are so nice. They don't want to say anything critical. We need the criticism. We need the that's correction. Right. So and that that's we can why actually we, and we call him Pastor Brian. <laughs> Pastor Brian. Here, I thought you were <laughs> going to say. The personification of criticism. I thought you were going to say, I don't like asking for feedback from Pastor Brian because he brings out a list. He's like, here, let me bring up my, my list for you. you, you like well, not even when you're asking for feedback, <laughs> do you get the list. <laughs> so, Brian, hey, man, you, hey, man, let's go for coffee. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to just pull out this list here. I got, I got my phone. <laughs> things for us to work through. I'm like, oh, man, Brian, I just want to have coffee. <laughs> But it is good. It's so helpful because Brian's actually thinking with us and for Mm -hmm. our good. All right. So number one, prioritize. Number two, feedback. Number three, you got to adjust. Yeah. You know, you can establish your priorities. You can get your calendar in order. You can schedule everything. uh, But you're going to have to adjust uh, sometimes from month to month. Definitely from season to season. Yeah. Uh, You need to be revisiting what you're doing, your priorities and your schedule consistently, regularly, uh, because things change. Uh, You know, different responsibilities will crop up. And there's something that you could call, I don't know, um, the, the creep of, of busyness and responsibilities just kind of overtaking things that you had established to be the first priority. Mm-hmm. And they, they can slowly begin to get crowded out. So I would say you want to adjust regularly. And, you know, again, that'll be a part of the f- feedback will be a part of that as well. Yeah. But um, you don't want to say, oh, I've got it set. And I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, that's right. And I think um, uh, the next one, number four, would be consistency. Right. So uh, I think it, it, it I know it's uh, it, people would say, well, that goes without saying, but it's hard to be consistent. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to be consistent. Uh, it's hard to get that feedback that Joe is talking about. It's hard to prioritize. It's hard to adjust. Um, but not only not only those things, but when you're doing the work, be consistent in the work because it's easy to get distracted. So when you're prioritizing, you're saying, here are my, from the full focus planner, yes, Steve, high five, uh, you know, you've got your top three and then you got your other task. Right. It's easy to get distracted throughout your day where you allow other things to, mm-hmm. as you just kind of talk about creeping in, you allow other things to get in there and you got to be consistent in, in your system. You got to be consistent in your email workflow. You got to be consistent in your task list. Actually, I had a conversation with, uh, with a colleague of mine at work 
about coming in my office and adding things on my desk and talking to me about things like give me updates on things that I don't care about. I actually had to sit down and say, listen, I know maybe I might come off abruptly. I might come off rudely and please know that's not my heart, but my heart is this. When you're adding stuff to me that I don't need to know or distracting me, what you're doing is keep me away from my job and then I work longer and I'm less time at home. Yeah. Right. So when you're doing that, you're actually sabotaging my time Mm. at home and you're sabotaging my job performance. So please don't add things to my desk. Don't come talk to me about things that I don't care about uh, the dumpster, what dumpster got taken away and what dumpster is now in the back. Right. I, I really don't care. Don't tell me. I don't need to know. Yeah, no, that's good. And I think when you're talking about consistency, you're really talking about an aspect of, of just willpower, right? Like mm. you've got to do the hard thing. It's yeah. not, you know, I, I, re- I recently saw a tweet. Somebody asked Jocko, uh, if you don't know who Jocko is, it, it, it doesn't matter. But he's a former Navy SEAL. He writes a lot about leadership and discipline. And somebody was like, man, what, what can you tell me to do to overcome my procrastination? I'm just really struggling. And his response was, Stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Like just done. Like <laughs> seriously. Like what? Don't don't do that. And yeah. so consistency really is in large part like doing the hard thing. That's like it. Pushing through. And I think part of that then is is uh, guarding yourself. Like being consistent means guarding guarding yourself, guarding your priorities, guarding uh, what needs to get done for the day. Um, because the the moment you let your guard down and allow other things to mm. creep in is is when you start to get derailed and if you start to get derailed in the little things it's good it could potentially build yeah. to where you're just completely off the rails yeah. and not even using your full focus journal and just sitting in yeah. your bag and yeah. it never comes out and you well, don't it comes use out it, it comes out when, when does it come out yeah well so when, the, when the the leg of the table that i'm sitting at you're is so... a little wobbly i'll put it i'll put the cover under one it's too big for that no the cover just oh the just co- the cover, the cover. Okay, yeah, good job. Works, yeah that'll work that. <laughs> you know uh, with the idea of consistency um uh we we, we talk about persistence mm-hmm. and the idea here is that you're going to fail. You're going to screw up. And, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I just blew it. Uh, I, I Things kind of fell apart here this week. And you, this is when you don't want to throw up your hands and say, see, I knew I couldn't be consistent. I knew I wouldn't be able to to actually find life balance. And so I just, what's the point? You don't give up there. You persevere. Yeah. You, know, you fall and it's like, okay, well, listen, you, you had a month of consistency and then you had a week that went crazy. Well, it's not like you're starting all the way back from zero. You had a good month. So, yeah. all right. Get, step back up and, and get going again. You know, own it. Don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. But you gotta, you gotta actually say, okay, I'm gonna keep going. And it, listen, you're, you're never gonna get anywhere if you don't embrace the fact that failure is gonna be a, a part of your reality, right? You're, a part of your progress is going to include failure uh, in, in daily senses, weekly senses, annual, and even just annually. You'll see, like, wow, like I can. This year, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to, but I got to a certain degree. Right. Yeah. I, got, I made it to, I made it, I made, it was better than last year, but I didn't accomplish all that I wanted to. That's not a total loss. So you got to be persistent, even in the midst of failures and discouragement, right? But sometimes things are just going to be out of your control. Yeah. Like things are like providentially, you're going to be hindered from doing the things that you really wanted to do. You don't have to despair. Mm. Uh, it's okay. God's not grading you on this. So like you're, you're now you're not going to be in God's favor or graces anymore. And if you're, if you are putting in the work of prioritization and you're getting feedback from people, you're including your spouse, your coworkers, and you're trying to be consistent when you do fail, they're going to be forgiving, right? Cause oh, they're yeah, seeing yeah, that you're yeah. trying. You're not just, you know, flailing about constantly doing the same thing wrong over and over and over again. And actually, you know, on the flip side of that, I want to talk to those people because um, I'm talking about the, the, if you see someone that's trying, um, 
support them in that, right? Like support them because uh, I think there's often oftentimes there's this temptation that uh, from when you're seeing someone that's struggling with something and they've, they've struggled with it for so long and it's something that actually annoys you about them. Right. And then they start to try and then they fail. It's like, oh, see? See? Way again. to go. Yeah. Like, again. So like like if you and your buddies get the, the new planner and uh, and you're, you're struggling with it because, you know, that's not your strength and they shouldn't be making fun of you because you're not like, you know, on the A-team of full focus planning. Right, Jimmy? <laughs> As soon as I said mm-hmm. it, yeah. as soon as I said it, right. I was like... The Holy Spirit said, oh yeah, Jimmy? Oh yeah? As soon as I said it, I was like, I just set myself mm-hmm. up. Oh gosh. You dummy. <laughs> but no, you want to support those people, right? right. You don't want to come down on them. Uh, you want to support those people. You want to gently encourage them uh, to be doing the things that, that they're trying to right. do. Because uh, ultimately, we know that that's what's going to help them grow uh, as an individual and as a follower of Christ. In fact, it leads to this last point, right? If, if you can rejoice in what they are doing right? if yeah. you can celebrate what they are doing it will it will encourage them to celebrate what they're achieving exactly so when you do see success uh in your life like be be thankful for that be be proud of it um and there's other ways of i'm, I'm not just talking about rejoicing internally but rejoice set yourself goals that uh you know if, if i'm able to stay consistent in this area for for this amount of time or if i'm able to achieve this goal mm-hmm. then you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go out for dinner i'm gonna take my wife out for for a really nice meal i'm gonna go have a big a, bowl of cheese dip and go. netflix for five hours yeah or whatever whatever you like you know <laughs> i'm just saying cheese you know. dip well you know a big bowl of cheese dip nacho like chips you know and you sit there and you watch like five hours of netflix in the garage while you're smoking <laughs> no, I don't know if any, I'm just saying like some people might that's like that. your rejoice. That's not, I'm just that, saying that sounds like your normal evening reward. Not, no, no, I only have cheese dip every, you know, after I make it a, a successful run at something. Yeah, oh, okay. So, but, yeah. but I haven't had every, it in a long time. I know, but every other one is five hours of Netflix cigar in the garage. Maybe three hours. Yeah. You know, at late at night. I was up last night watching the fights. Oh gosh. That was good. Those were good. Those were good. Those, well, and sad. And, yeah. But yeah. it was, those were good. Those fights. were good fights, man. I, I wish you came over. You should have came over. I was over. so tired, dude. Oh, oh my gosh. man. All right. So here we go. Uh, achieving life balance. What we're working on is prioritization, feedback, making the adjustments as we go, consistency, persistence, and rejoicing, celebrating the good things that are happening in our lives. But we have a lot to learn here. We're still working on it. We'd like to hear what you guys are doing to achieve balance. Like, what are the resources that you like? What are the, what are the books, the planners, the apps? Yeah. Like, what help us out. Use? Help us out. Hashtag, uh, hashtag Doc and Devo GTD. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, hashtag Doc and Devo. Going the distance. GTD. GTD. Going the distance. Is that <laughs> Getting what, things done. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. So that, we'd love to hear your thoughts as Joe was talking about um, and, and help us. Let us know what's working for you, what's not, uh, what encourages you, what discourages you. Um, we're all trying. We've all got callings, as Joe's talking about. We're all trying to uh, get better at these things. And ultimately, uh, we're striving to glorify God in all things. Right. Uh, at home, at work, uh, in our spiritual life. And so let's support one another as we are moving towards this goal. Uh, let's start now instead of December of 2018 when we're starting thinking about January New 2019, resolution. New Year resolution. Like that's a magic date that's exactly. going to make it easier. You know what? Start now. Now is the time. For us, we started, we began fourth quarter of yeah. this year uh, in the, in, to 
to really begin to get into that habit. And then I ended in the fourth quarter. <laughs> well, the fourth quarter's not done, Joe. You no, but I ended time. in the fourth quarter. But you, I started, I already, I already quit. No, you, you're not. You could you could still do it, Joe. Can I still do it? You could still you, do you're it. You're saying you were acting like I couldn't do it. No, I think you could. You're, I never said you couldn't. No, I told you, 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 you could. rolled your eyes like, Pfft. I did not roll yeah, my eyes. Oh my Don't gosh. lie like you that. You know that. I try, you oh, know yeah. I support you. Stop mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Stop it. Those big brown eyes of yours, you're like, you look at me and you like roll them real big. Stop it. Stop it. You know that's not true. So anyways, hashtag Doc and Devo GTD. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook Going slash Doctrine, <laughs> Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on the website, DocDevotion.com, that you can contact us. You can sign up for the GTD. email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. GTD. You know what we also got going on? I don't know. In May 2019. May showers? No. What? We got... Brings flowers, yeah. not Leighton flowers. No, he ain't invited. He's like, we're gonna, we got the Doc and Devo uh, 2019 conference, conference yeah, on it's biblical be good. theology. We got it's gonna be good. James Ham, Doctor James Hamilton. We yeah, got Hammy, Hammy. Mm-hmm. We got Doug Logan. Yep. We got Steve McCoy. Travel will be there for all them single ladies. All the single Travel, ladies. Travel, Travel will be there. there, looking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, who else? We got Phil and Jasmine Holmes. He's got that cauliflower here. <laughs> yeah, he got cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you gonna get those? Like, are you gonna get them drained before? The, the girls they can't be drained anymore. My daughters were like, "What? What? What is, what is cauliflower ear? What are you? I heard you talk about that." And I said, "Well, you ever see Travel's ears?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "That's cauliflower ear. That's what he happens." Was a when wrestler. You, yeah. I said, "That's no." I said, "That's what happens when you do drugs." No. And then, oh yeah, that's what I told no, them. And no, so they're like, "I'm staying no. away." The last thing they no, wanted them ears. No. Someone, someone didn't wear his head, uh, his headset, or his head. What do you call headset? You don't talk about. He listened to iTunes. What's no, he doing? What you, what you, the headgear, headgear. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, someone wasn't wearing his headgear when he was wrestling. All right, Phil and Jasmine Holmes, Nick, Nick Batsig, and I think that's all of them. Fresh Pod, Steve everyone. McCoy. I just said him. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You left him out. I, I didn't forget it. you, Steve. What? I said it. Thank no, you, Steve. You Fresh Pod every Monday, Thursday, blog posts on Wednesdays, video content when available later. 